Oh, welcome to Boldly Going Nowhere. Uh, we have an excellent guest with us today, uh, Mr. Wes Johnson via phone. How you doing, Wes? It's not Wes. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, wow. Captain Shatner, Captain James I, uh, you're boldly going nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, now, man. you actually had the, pl- you actually got to meet William Shatner last year at Awesome Con, is that not right? I did, yes. I went to Awesome Con and uh, I purchased, actually purchased one of the, uh, the photo segments. I had met Mr. Shatner on Twitter where I had uh, told him I would get some capitals to sign things for his uh, charity auction he does every year, which I did, mm-hmm. and we chatted back and forth. Uh, I, it started off with me tagging him on a uh, William Shatner School of Act that I had done on Funny or Die, and uh, I, as soon as I sent it with his, uh, his Twitter handle attached to it, I felt a fear, a cold dread run through <laughs> me. It's like, and it was then I just had to wait and he wrote back and he said sounds like Cagney with a little winky emoticon I thought well that's the best I could hope for so I opened the dialogue and I got to chat with uh, Mr. you know Captain Kirk himself uh, and it was it was terrific and uh, uh, so I did this stuff but he never met me in person I sent him a hockey stick and a puck signed by Ovechkin and the team signed hockey stick from the Capitals. Awesome. Nice. So when I tried wow. to bring it up when we showed up at the photo, he didn't know who I was, so he went, he started to put his hand out, and I went to put my hand out, and he made a fist for a fist bump, and I opened my hand, and my paper covered his rock, and it was very <laughs> awkward, so I pulled back again and did, did the little fist bump. Um... But after that, I told, I told my boys coming in, because we do the William Shatner School of Acting, they, I've been doing it for years, yeah. all the way back to my comedy troupe that I used to do back in the, uh, uh, I believe it was the late 80s and the 90s, called Fresh Victims. We did the William Shatner School of Acting then. Mm-hmm. So my boys know it well. And I could hear them in there lining up. You've been to the uh, Awesome Con, and you see what the lines are like, the cattle call. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As you're waiting to go in and get your photograph taken with your favorite celebrity. Yep. <clears throat> Some of them will get very into it. Uh, I remember last year, uh, Alex Kingston plays River Song. People had photographs with her. Yep. And it was amazing. She'd like wrap a leg around. He'd give you a huge hug. You did not get the huge hug of the leg wrap around by William Shatner. But as you're walking in, you could hear the cameraman and they go, go, and you hear, Bang! the camera flash. And then go. Oof, camera flash. And I looked to the boys and I said, the moment they say go, I want every one of you to assume the William Shatner School of Acting pain pose. And they're like, <laughs> all right. So they're cool with it. We got in there, Mr. Shatner sitting on a stool, and uh, he's waiting for us. We gather around him, and the guy goes, go, and we all go, oh, you know, the pain, <laughs> the hand sticking straight out, the mouth open, oh, pain. And uh, the camera flashes, poof, and William Shatner goes, huh. Well, <laughs> 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 oh my God, no. And, uh, he is, he is. It was fun, it was great. Uh, no, he's a, he's a really good sport about that, because 
Sean and uh, Brian, was it you and I? We saw him. Yeah, he, we, he did his one man show in DC. I think it was you, me, and Sean. It was at the Warner Theater. It's yeah. Shatner's world, and we just live in it. Exactly. <laughs> now, was that your first time at an Awesome Con? That was my first time. I had wanted to go the year before, but uh, the Capitals were still playing, mm-hmm. and I was you know doing the, the, the hockey announcing thing, mm-hmm. and I just couldn't get down there. So, mm-hmm. but I know a number of friends who went, mm-hmm. and I know a lot of people who cosplayed, and I followed it on uh, Facebook and kept looking at photos, and I really thought, you know, this is just, everything there is so me. Mm-hmm. I really <laughs> need to be there. I really need to go. And I reached out, and I started talking to Ben Penrod. He's yeah. a great guy. Oh, yeah. He runs Awesome Con, and he's like, you got to come down. Why don't you come down? We'll get you a panel for a day. Uh, you can come down, check it out. I did. I loved it. That's when I got the Shatner thing. And, and by the way, if you're going to get a picture with your hero, try to be there a couple hours before. Yeah. Don't do like I did and find out you have to park six blocks away and then run those six blocks. Get down, then run six blocks more once you're in the building. Mm-hmm. And show up looking like a sweaty buffalo with the picture with your hero. It's not the best. Mm. No, I understand Make that. Make yourself some Photoshop time. <laughs> well it's interestingly enough because actually i want to I, I for for those of you who don't know uh west was at last year's awesome con we actually uh sean and brian met him in the halls and i can say that west johnson literally scared the shit out of me <laughs> because i don't know who someone thought it was a good idea it's just like hey west go yell at colin he's in the toilet because yeah, I, I remember i remember because like i i it was you were in the bathroom and me and sean were just kind of hanging out in the hallway just dicking around and we saw you west come down and you had a you had a briefcase behind you like a wheelie thing and you were just like yeah i have i have cheese here and i'm gonna give cheese out right and then uh <laughs> and uh so, a briefcase well, full of cheese. Yeah, yeah. That that needs to <laughs> that be your memoir, by the way. Blues Brothers album if John Belushi had lived. <laughs> I would love it to hear. Gone directly from blues to cheese. <laughs> blue, blue cheese. Blue cheese. Blue yeah. cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I would have loved to have heard a blues album as sung by Shea Goreth. <laughs> the Path of Gorgonzola. <laughs> Maybe that's something we can make happen. Ah. Uh. Yes, you did. Uh, I remember I was just sitting there, just doing yeah. my business, trying not to, you know, concentrate on what I'm doing, and all I hear out of nowhere is, "Colin, get your ass out here right now!" I'm like, Ugh! <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh God, damn it!" <laughs> and I heard that followed by the biggest laugh I've heard from you ever. There, you should have saw there was a, I guess, a guy on the other end of the stall. He didn't really see you coming. But but he like as soon as like <laughs> you yelled like call and get your ass in here he like like grabbed a hold of his junk he was like he's like quivering. It tends to, it tends to interrupt people's flow. Yeah. To scream in the men's room. Suddenly yeah. everybody at the urinal is tapping it out in Morse code. S O S. Sneaker swim. Oh my god. No, we got a code nine here. We got a code nine. Oh, jeez. So, okay, so this is actually your well, that first. Led to my favorite photo op at uh, Awesome Con last year, where I got to get a picture wearing my uh, my uh, Dark Brotherhood T-shirt in between both Darth Vader and uh, Dark uh, Helmet, Big Helmet. Yeah, Dark Helmet. So, Dark Helmet. Yes, it was the best. Dark Helmet. Sorry, Dark Helmet. Excellent. Uh, it, it is big. Dark Helmet is is it's a big helmet. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But that was just uh, that was the greatest. Uh, that super Oakland Raiders helmet. 
I can imagine him being in the in the black hole. Like, uh, seriously, again. Right next to, like, Darth Maul guy. All right, so I have to ask this. So, Wes, you've done a bunch of panels at uh, MAGFest, and uh, one of the panels that we love every year that you do is... Uh, Your Saturday after, night Yeah, one. Yeah, after the Wes After Midnight. Mm-hmm. And... Are they so? Let me. I gotta ask the question. Are they gonna let you show a dirty shame in their late night panels? We did this last year, yeah. Yeah, but are you are you gonna be able to do it at AwesomeCon? Because AwesomeCon's doing late night programming oh, I this don't year. Know. See, I don't even know what panels I'm gonna be on really as of yet. Ah. I know that I'm gonna be hosting the costume contest. Oh, waiting to hear from Becky what's oh uh, gonna be going on. Nice. Uh, at, at Magfest, I've had a chance to create my own panels. I don't know if I'll be doing that this time. Hmm. I'm in a position where I actually. I've never actually sold an autograph, but you do those sort of things at Awesome Con. So mm-hmm. I have some uh, special Wes in front of the microphone photos that are coming in. Awesome. That I'll actually be selling it at Awesome Con this time. So nice. I, I don't know how that uh, especially works, but uh, there there's a lot of black in the photos, and I'll be bringing silver pins. Ah. As to panels, I, I don't. No, I just don't know yet. I'd love to do something like a voice of Palooza because mm-hmm. the people who are going to be there, you've got like a Billy West and you've got uh, John DiMaggio and yep. some of my heroes are going to be there. Last year I got to meet some of my heroes. I mean, John Cummings? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have here, Rob uh, Paulson? Oh, yeah. These guys are just incredible. Oh, yeah. So it, it's a great place to come out and meet people that uh, you've either worked with before never seen and that happens a lot in voices I, mm-hmm. I, in voiceover, I mean I've worked with uh, Jim Cummings like three times in different games but you know I never met him right. and he doesn't know me from Adam right, so right, right. You know, now I think that we've met and we've spoken he probably does think my name is Adam I don't know <laughs> but I, I do have photographs to prove we met <laughs> that's awesome nice. so okay let me ask you a question so if like, say, obviously, this is your first year doing it, but if you were to come back, say, next year, which hopefully you will, uh, what would be something you would like to do? Like, is there, like, a panel that you haven't gotten to try yet that you really are, like, just chomping at the bit to give it a try? Well, I wanted to moderate some things, and I found out that uh, Adam West and Burt Ward, who I grew up loving as mm, a kid with, uh, the original Batman, uh, they have their own moderator. So I'll probably just be attending that. I really wanted to moderate the Peter Capaldi uh, oh, panel because oh, yeah. I am unabashedly a Doctor Who fanatic from way back. But yep. evidently uh, somebody from the Washington Post is going to be doing that. Oh. Last year, a good friend of mine, Count Gore Duvall, got to moderate the uh, Alex Kingston Ooh. Uh, panel. And nice. how lucky is that to be moderating the panel with Alex Kingston? So I don't know what they're going to have me do yet. I'm still waiting to find out. There's still a chance I could end up uh, moderating something with uh, perhaps a Jenna Coleman or a, or a John Barrowman or, I mean, or yeah. someone of that nature, and that would be fantastic. Yeah. And if I don't, I still hope I have the opportunity to go to see them. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm definitely, definitely going to try to buy myself a photograph of the three of them. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because, you know, I may be involved in cool video games and, and things of that sort, but, man, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a geek fan just like everybody else, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, we know. That's why we love you, Wes. That's why we love you. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I got another question for you. Okay, so obviously yeah. a lot of people come into this year's Awesome Con. You said you're a huge fan of Doctor Who. You got Capaldi. You got John right. Barrowman. You got Jenna Coleman coming. So let me ask you this. 
aside from the Doctor Who guests who you've already mentioned, is there anybody else on the pa- on the list of uh, media uh, media personalities that you're excited to meet or see? Just chopping at the bit for yeah. Them. Well, there are a lot there are a lot of them, but I mean, two, two guys that I'm really excited to just see again, who I know and have met and, and uh, hung out with in the past, but haven't seen in years and years, are uh, Mark Kemple and Mark Wheatley. Do you know these guys? They're uh, they're illustrators, uh, comic book artists, writers. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, just and, and you know, for years and years, they're either known as the Marks or Hempel and Wheatley. And I did my own comic book show years ago. Years ago, I think it was in the eighties. I did this comic book show. Really? And I got yeah, I got it was called Futurama. Way before Futurama was even a thing as a show, I called my comic book show Futurama. A buddy of mine did a thing called The Record Convergence in town. His name was Cleet Bernhardt. Mm-hmm. And he did this show called The Record Convergence with Ted Magzik. And uh, they were kind enough to, they had rented out the hotel and had the space upstairs and the space downstairs and said, turn the downstairs space into the comic. Mm. Uh, so, so I thought this would be great. Hempel and Wheatley were guests. Uh, we had a number of other guests that came uh, to the show and people selling comics and rare comics. And, you know, I it got so busy, I didn't get to have any fun whatsoever. Mm. The best time, the best time afterwards was when I went to, uh, the, went to dinner with everybody at the end of the evening. We all went and had Chinese food. Nice. And after that, I ended up going out and hanging out with uh, Mark and Mark and going out to Art Mark. No, not Arg, 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 Arg Comics, because they put enough A's in front of it. If you put enough A's in front of it, they would be the first ones on the list. Right. And uh, I was going out to visit them and spend nights. There was once a time where Mark Kemple and I, after everybody had gone, and we'd all hung around, and everybody had been drinking all night, Mm -hmm. and we decided to play with the Ouija board. The Ouija board started saying an insidious shit to us, and both of us, our hair sticking straight up in the air, said, we're not doing this anymore. <laughs> and I oh was God. pretty freaked out heading home that night, oh, pretty no. sure that I was being followed by every demon in the book. So, oh, don't do it, kids. Don't play with the Ouija board. Out of this house. Out of this house. Yeah, right. Well, actually, that's something you should, because uh, I know you said you're excited about, uh, uh, I don't know, Have you have you worked with Billy West before? I've never worked with Billy West, although I've worked with people who've worked with Billy West. Uh, Billy worked with the Howard Stern Show in Mm -hmm. New York, Mm -hmm. and a number of the people who were working on that radio station came to D.C., and they were looking for somebody who they wanted to be their Billy West at WHFS, Mm -hmm. and they found me. Yes. So I was kind of there, and I'm using air quotes here, and then air quotes on... Billy West. I was not Billy West, but well, the reason I mentioned them, it, I was like their version. Yeah, no, I got you. Well, the reason I mentioned it is just we we had the we had the honor to interview Billy a few months ago, and Billy mentioned that yeah. he was a huge comic book fan as a kid. So I was thinking, if you ever get a chance to talk to him at the con, mention that. I'm sure that's a huge talking point for him. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, there's so many things you could talk to Billy about. Exactly. I mean, so many things he's been involved with. Mm-hmm. I mean, even go back to Ren and Stimpy, which every cartoon that's on the air today owes a huge debt of gratitude to Ren and Stimpy. I yes. mean, you know, and uh, Billy was, uh, 
you know, Stimpy originally, and uh, you had the great John Craig Falusi who uh, put the show together, and Bob Camp, and all these guys involved with that show. And just take a look at anything that's currently on the air are considered to have an edge on it as far as a cartoon anymore. And Ren and Stimpy is the godfather, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, yeah, I, w- I would absolutely agree with yeah, you. Yeah, it's, I mean, those, the, the, that was the cartoon in the early to mid-90s to, I mean, go off of, and then, like, I think, like, one of my favorite cartoons ever that was uh, Rocco's Modern Life is, like, not, I wouldn't say a direct successor, but, like, a spiritual yeah. successor. Yeah. There, there's a lot that goes on in that show that, like... I'd be like, yeah, I saw that not, on You Run can reach Stimpy. out and be like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not for kids. Well, tell me, tell me that you don't ever walk into a place, or you go to a buddy's house, and it's so full of funk and stink that you feel like your nostrils snap open like a Ren and Stimpy <laughs> cartoon, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. And with that... Yeah. Snap open those nostrils. Oh god. Do, do, do. What is that smell? <laughs> oh my god. That is no, it is true. So alright, so Wes, let me ask you any one more question and then we'll go ahead and let you go. Uh so Oh you don't have that we can still talk about things you haven't talked about Ron Perlman being there, so I mean oh, yeah, like, no. there's yeah. a fallout connection. Yeah, right? yeah. So let me ask you a question. Awesome so, con. Awesome con never changes. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, hopefully not, because I do enjoy it. And so, I, all right, so Ron Perlman, yeah, so Ron Perlman, Fallout Connection there. I mean, it was a bit of a bummer, because Ron Perlman, now, was Ron Perlman in this latest iteration of Fallout? Was he in he Fallout 4? He was. They did it a little differently and had the story coming from the... Um, so you couldn't have the war war never changes with his voice because of the way they were doing it but if you listen at the very beginning as the things are opening remember they turned the TV on yep. and the newscaster is talking about the bombs dropping and setting the whole story in place oh that, that was Ron him Perlman. oh my god that is him oh crap Cause I've, I've been playing yeah. that's that's like the, the one game on the Xbox one that I've just been playing nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> I just found out about one of my characters that I had read and I didn't know he was, I, I'd never heard it in the game. I, I'm up to like level 50 in Fallout 4 already. And yes, I do play the games. Um, just this past Sunday, I was playing all day mm-hmm. and then it got to late at night and I thought there were some things, you know, you've got Game of Thrones, things of that sort. I'm going to stop in time for Game of Thrones. Then I'm like, I can catch it later. It's taping. That's what DVR's for. Yep. So I keep on playing. Then I'm going, oh my God, it's midnight. I got to get up early in the morning. <laughs> I had to get up at like 6.30 in the morning. And I'm thinking, no, well, I'll just finish this one little quest right here. And then I'll, I'll shut it down and I'll go get some Z's. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, it's 3.30 in the morning. Yeah. And I finally get to bed by 4 and get up two and a half hours later. The next day, all day at work, I feel like Charles Bukowski. So, you know... <laughs> gotta be careful with these things normal i could have been worse there have been days i've been playing that i suddenly hear the birds those infernal Uh, birds chirping and saying good morning good morning it makes you want to go out on the front lawn in your skivvies and strangle them all to death yeah (laughs) i've i've definitely had those mornings especially recently (laughs) yep birds chirping now who are you excited to see over there are you are you excited to see david prouse oh are you excited uh, you know darth vader i've met him Okay. Very nice guy. He strangled me once. Really? Uh, how about Elizabeth Henstridge? Uh, you ever watch Shield? Yeah, yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, you've got Brett Dalton's going to be there as well. Um, uh, Who am I most excited uh, to see? Bill Nye, the science guy with Eugene Merman. Yes, yes. yeah, that is exciting. And you've got Kevin Smith, which is a separate show. 
info, uh, but it's there. That is the one thing. That's the one thing I'm like. I'm like. Cause the thing is, he's only there one day. Cause the thing is, we're so we're going out to cover Awesome Con because we've covered the last couple of years. Yeah. And so we yeah. found out that Kevin's going to be here, but he's only going to be there for Friday. Yeah. Well, the bummer was one of the uh, other cons we were going to go cover was in my hometown in Niagara Falls, and Kevin Smith's actually going to be up there. Football. Exactly, and he's going to be up there Saturday and Sunday. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> uh, but I'm excited about Kevin Charles Martinet. I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. I was yeah, oh yeah. I was raised on I was raised yeah, on Super Mario 64. Mario. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Everybody keeps thinking the one dragon uh, in uh, Skyrim is me. It's not. It's Charles Martinet, man. Oh, uh, Parthenax. Parthenax. Yeah. Huh? Parthenax, right? Yeah. Yeah. Parthenax. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's got an incredible range. I mean. Just, that, Insane. Yeah, you only hear like oh, it's like Charles Martinet. Oh, he's Mario. I'm like, no, he's like a hundred other roles, man. That dragon. and Luigi and Wario. And yeah, well, Waluigi. yeah, but I mean to say he's got more than just the Mario characters in him. But yeah, yeah, no, no but he, he, I, I can't wait to meet him. Uh, you know, he's gonna meet. Tell me, your, who who are you afraid to meet? Who am I afraid Maybe to meet? Michael Rooker. I wouldn't say Michael Rooker. Well, okay, I might be afraid to meet Michael Rooker just because I'm afraid I'll make a, hey, would you like a chocolate-covered pretzel joke? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, it would probably go over like a fart in church. Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm afraid I'll be, I'll, I'm afraid I'll make that joke. I'm just Exercise like, the demons. It's like, please, please. Uh, are, please. You afraid, are you afraid to say the wrong thing to maybe Summer Glow? No, yeah. I'm afraid of doing something else in front of Summer Glow, just like crunching, like just hunching over, and being like, mm, so pretty, <laughs> so hot. Well, it would be in a, probably a huge crowd of folks doing the exact, exact same thing. If you get that in front of Robin Lord Taylor, it might be awkward. Yeah. And how much you like the penguin? I mean, I mean yeah. that. I, I think Brian might have that issue. Brian's Brian's the huge Batman guy. Well, here. that's the thing. I mean, I'm not. Look, he's a great penguin. Not really digging Gotham too much, but it's you know he's a really good penguin. I will say that much. Okay, fair enough. He is pretty good. There, so there are good things. And what you got to do if you you know it, with entertainment these days is you find you find the the diamonds. You know, absolutely. And, uh, he's really good. He's one of the he's Speaking one of the best of really parts of that good, too. Really good voice guys, Phil Lamar. Yes. Oh, Phil. Phil Lamar, who's an incredible voice guy, but I mean, you can't see him, and no, you don't know when you're hearing his voice that it's Phil Lamar. Yeah. But the moment you see his face, you see it exploding in the backseat of John Travolta's Samuel Jackson's car. Yes. How many nights, like how many Saturday nights, have I stayed up and watched Mad TV? Yeah, or yeah, yeah. or the hyperactive mailman from Mad uh, TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hyperactive mailman, man. Oh my god, it's such. A- this this year's lineup is really good. I'm just am I am I crazy? And Paul Urban from Star Trek, who by the way, oh, dread. when 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 they did the new Star Trek, you know they brought in uh, Leonard Nimoy, which was great, but you could feel almost a connection between Carl Urban and DeForest Kelly with the the McCoy. You oh, yeah, with Bones channeling him effortlessly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I love Carl Urban's performance in the, the reboot. It's he, he's so also one of the uh, writers of Rohan in, uh, in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, he was, well, yeah. Um, oh, God, what's his name? I can never he's, remember He's his got name. range, too. I yeah, mean, Carl Urban's got range. His, his Judge Dredd was pretty good. Oh, oh, my God, Judge Dredd. Yeah. There, there needs to be a Dredd, too, sir. Well, I mean, <laughs> there they, that's been in developmental be hell. I mean, they're saying they're going to make it, but... 
they, they keep saying that, well, there's been a rumor that they might actually do a Netflix series of Dread, in which case, sign me up. But they need to get Carl Urban. Well, yes. He's freed up after his last series, so yeah. who knows? Maybe. Maybe. Man, uh, I don't know who else is like. I mean, there's so many people there. I want to talk to. I'm, I'm absolutely, you know, looking forward to uh, talking to Adam West and Burt Ward. Oh yeah, because yeah, I mean, you love the Batman yeah. 66 series. I, I mean, that's the thing. I, got a, I, I actually purchased a photograph from Adam West autographed off his site. Oh, that's nice. The only second person in the world I've ever done that for. Mm-hmm. The first one was Jonathan Frid, who played uh, Barnabas Collins in the old. Uh, uh, Dark Shadows series. Oh, okay. And unfortunately, I ordered it from him, and he saw, he was going to sign it and send it to me, and three weeks after I ordered it online, he passed away. Oh. And they reached out to me and were like, what do you want us to do? He's not signing anything. Do you want us to send anything? And I said, no, guys, just keep the cash that I was, thank you for asking me, but it's, you know, I'm sad that he's gone. You know, put it towards something. You know, mm-hmm. right? Um, uh, that was very sad. But I did buy one from Adam West, and it was absolutely perfect. You get to have him write whatever you want on there, mm-hmm. and I got the picture of Batman running with the bomb, <laughs> yes. and it says, "West, you the bomb," uh, signed Adam West, aka Batman. Nice prize possession. Oh my! Beautiful God. prize possession. I love so it. yeah, I mean, what, what do you? What do I say? I mean, I don't know. You guys are from a younger generation than I am. When I when Batman first came on the air, I was like five years old, mm-hmm. six years old. Loved me Batman. Watched this show religiously. Got Batman underoos, Batman shirts. Tried Batman peanut butter. I sort of spit it out and got whacked in the head by my dad, but I tried it. Everything that was Batman, it was like, it's got to be good. I love that series. And you know what? All I would love to do is say thank you to these guys. Mm -hmm. And I found out something about Batman this year, the series, that makes me angry. Angry? What's what's that, sir? What's that? Angry. Livid. I'm livid. How old am I now? How many years ago was this? And I suddenly find something out, and it makes me want to hunt down an ABC executive who's probably long dead and smack his corpse around the head and neck. Oh, jeez. The series, when they canceled it, after the couple of years of Batman on the Air, NBC wanted to pick it up and run with it, and they were going to pay ABC to do it. And the only contingency was... You sell us, you give us his part of the deal, we get the sets. Mm -hmm. Batman would have continued the next year, going back to the original format of one, you know, on two nights in a row, one episode here, the next episode the next night, and they're going to run it on NBC. Yeah. But somebody over at ABC accidentally pulled the trigger too early and had them destroy the sets. Yep, they... They said, oh, it's canceled bulldozed the sets. They destroyed the sets, which would have cost $800,000 to rebuild, which in money these days is about $5.3 million. So they destroyed and plowed the set, and NBC came back and said, okay, sorry, no thanks. You know, the Riddler, Joker, Penguin, Catwoman, none of them Uh. destroyed Batman, but one Stupid ABC executive put him in his grave. Uh, 
So we could have had we could have had 10, 20 more years of Batman, if not for this. Batman, oh, yeah. Adam West, Adam they, Adam West ended up having to go off and make a bunch of softcore uh, movies with the Lady Shatterley's lover and things of that sort. Yeah. And it could have been Batman who was Lady Shatterley's lover. So we lost should have been that. Batman. I'm just bummed. I would have taken one or two more years, you know. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like Brian, Brian himself is a huge. Ba- I mean, I'm looking at him right now. He's got a he's got a ca- he's got a Batman hat. He's got Batman headphones. He's yeah. got a Batman cover on his phone. He's got a Batman. He's got Batman under. It's a bat phone. Now, um, so it's so, so Brian and, and feels. No matter, and no matter how you get into Batman, whether you're, you know, you like the darker Batman or mm-hmm. this or that, or anything else, the moment you hear na 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 na. Batman. Batman. Uh, there yep. we go. That's yeah, exactly, exactly right. I, I mean, exactly right. That's the thing. Like when I was two, my mom sat me in front of the TV, and you know there was some show on, and like it was in syndication. And Adam West Batman, you know, even though I have my preferred bat, like how I, I have my idea in my head of like what I think of Batman, but the first Batman, yeah. what my first Batman was Adam West. You know, if not Don't for you him, wish to this day that you had a statue in one of your rooms. You could tilt the head back, push a button on the neck, and open statue. up a door that has sliding poles that take cave. you down into some bat cave. Absolutely. Yes, I do. I do. I do. I do. And, and, and here's a question I always had. Is there a level somewhere in between where they get out and have lockers and changed and get back on the pole and slide down? Or do they get automatically dressed as they slide down the pole? I, you know what? I've always wondered that. Um, I have to figure, like, there has to be some kind of landing where they're just like, all right, cool, and then they just jump cut. But who knows? Maybe they just have it rigged where they're just like, all right, and here can go my fitzies. All right. And it slips over there. Yeah, I, I mean, don't it's know. It's kind of like, remember Pee Wee Herman uh, in the uh, first <laughs> Pee Wee Herman movie, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, yep. where he just sort of slides into his clothes? Don't you think that that is exactly what happens, you know? Probably. Slide down, right down the pole. It's hanging in a certain way. They're 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 yeah. You know, millionaire Bruce Wayne and his uh, his somewhat way too close ward Dick Grayson go sliding out of the poles, and these are these clothes are ripped away like a drunk suit on uh, Peter O'Toole, <laughs> just ripped away, and suddenly their feet just dive right into these Batman underoos, which get pulled up rather snugly because you know gravity, mm-hmm. and then it takes them right down, ready to fight crime. I mean, I, I'm, I'm. That's I'm, a lot of justice. I'm, I'm just, I'm Oof. dreading the possibility of them getting snagged on something. I mean, yeah, like just, just ice. Another option, like you know, I, I, I think like, well, maybe it could be like Wallace and Gromit when, like, you know, he goes to the floor and like he gets into the pants. You know what I mean? Like he just kind of tilts down and like falls into the pants and then like gently goes down. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe that's how it works. I, I have no idea. I think it's the mystique of not knowing that makes yeah. it funny. Because he's Batman. I mean, could they miss one of it one time? They come down, and suddenly, there they are in their underoos, and it's like, we've <laughs> missed something, Robin. You know, uh, I don't know. Holy I mismatched su- pants, Batman. You know, like... I suspect Joker's up to his tricks again. <laughs> <laughs> like... Oh, boy. My pants now, who is so your holy. favorite Catwoman? We're going to get into this here. Ooh. Favorite Catwoman. Ooh. Favorite Catwoman, I mean, on the show or just in general? On the show, on that show. Oh wow! Um, my favorite Catwoman was probably the movie Catwoman. Uh, was that Lee Merriweather? What? 
Was that Lee Merriweather, the one from the movie? The, the movie was Lee Merriweather. Yeah, yeah Lee, Lee Merriweather. Lee Merriweather was okay, but man, I gotta tell you, Julie Newmar made my little bat shorts feel funny. Keith <laughs> Romanoff. <laughs> wait, oh wait, no, wait, no, no. That was that was that was Lee Merriweather, right? Robin, yeah. Robin that was Lee. That was Lee Merriweather. <laughs> Lee Merriweather did the movie. Julie Newmar was the very first uh, mm-hmm. TV series Catwoman. Oh, on the TV series. series, right? And then Eartha and Kitt then was. And then later, the very confusing Eartha Kitt, who was yeah. very good at it. But as a kid, I was just like, oh, "How did she turn black? What happened?" You know. So, and also when they brought John Aston in later, yep, to play the uh, the Riddler. Riddler, and he was no longer Frank Gorshin, I was like, "No, that's not the Riddler. That's." If That's uh, Mr. Adams from the Adams family. If yeah. I remember correctly, so, that was because of a contract dispute that Frank Gorshin had, and he didn't have it. Dis- he didn't have it fixed in time for the shooting of that episode. They had so they had to bring in him instead. So like he came yeah. back, I think, as the Riddler, but for one episode because of that dispute, he wasn't able to play the Riddler because Hollywood. Yeah. So, so it was it was weird, and uh, as a kid, they were always pulling switcheroos on you back in the sixties. Yeah. You know the whole Darren thing from Bewitched, you know, yeah. which we didn't really pay any attention to because, frankly, as kids, we were like, hey, Elizabeth Montgomery, okay. Yep. yep. Wait a minute. She Dick. was the magic. Dick York? Dick, Dick Sargent? Sergeant. Sergeant, Sergeant York. York. Hey, Dick York. Weird. Yeah, Dick York and uh, Dick Sargent. Yep. Just a couple of dicks, and they figure they can <laughs> switch them out. Just yeah. switch out a dick on us. Yeah, they're interchangeable, <laughs> they're interchangeable from what I hear. Yeah. It was a golden age. Interchangeable TV. dicks. Yep. Oh, I think we got our episode title, Interchangeable Dicks. There we go. Yay! <laughs> Wes gave us our title. Yay! Thank you, Wes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Wes. All right, so... And people are like, that ties into Batman. How? I mean, Dick Grayson. <laughs> Robins are interchangeable. Oh, there you go. Interchangeable you go. dicks. Maybe Batman... You know what? Oh, I was interchangeable dicks, Batman. From Dick York to Dick Sargent... <laughs> To Dick Grayson. There you go. Interchangeable. <laughs> crossing the streams. Yep. <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> oh, that's good. Hey, the, uh, C. Martin Croker's going to be on there. And uh, he was on uh, Space Ghost, Ghost, Ghost. Yeah, he was. Uh, oh, God. He was Zorak. Zorak. I have to meet him because I actually, I actually interacted with his character on Space Ghost. I'm in the episode Surprise. You know, I think I remember seeing that one. Yeah. Oh man, Surprise. that was a long. That would do. Okay, okay. I, I'm, yeah. try, I'm trying to remember which episode that is because I did watch a lot of Space Ghost. That was when Space Ghost uh, had a birthday party. They wanted to do a surprise party, so they sent him downstairs to the post office, mm-hmm. and he was stuck in the post office the whole time. Sorry, God, and it took over his desk and started bringing in all sorts of people and then zapping them. <clears throat> and I got zapped. No, oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, it was before I'd done anything. I just worked at uh, HFS, and I brought uh, one of the guys. I brought Space Ghost because my son and I loved it. We'd sit up and watch it and laugh at very different things through the whole episode. Mm -hmm. And we brought them out to the HF Festival. So they're down there getting all these uh, celebrities and the Ramones and uh, all these people coming in and doing uh, guest spots for Space Ghost from the HF Festival. So he and I, this guy, uh, Chip Green, I go upstairs, not Chip Green, Chip Duffy, we go upstairs and we're uh, in the uh, security pit mm-hmm. when 
Courtney Love is playing on stage. Oh, boy. And she does one song. She's kind of whacked out on uh, Valium and uh, a little uh, Absolute Vodka. Right, so par for the course. She gets mad at somebody wearing a a T-shirt that has Kurt's face on it, throws her guitar down, jumps over the security pit into the crowd, you know, which was, I got to give it to her. That was a hell of a jump because it was a wide security pit from the stage at RFK Stadium into the crowd. But she's just wearing a long T-shirt and a pair of underwear. That's it. She jumps off into the crowd and starts, They people are all holding her up and moving around, but they grab her panties and rip them off. Oh, yeah. And she's basically, I'm this. like, we're like three feet away from the namesake of her band. Now I'm <laughs> looking over the <laughs> saying, you better step back. Yeah, you don't want to get too close right here. So they, she gets back on the stage, gets mad, walks over. I say, we should go backstage, make sure everything's okay. We get back there, and there's uh, Courtney hanging naked upside down on one of the poles by her knees, and uh, her shirt's hanging over her head, and we got her off of there and back into the van, and off they took her, and uh, that was just, you know, a regular, normal day. Yeah. I want to live, I want to live Wes Johnson's life, just I one, mean, one day, because I could never, in, in my wildest dreams, I could never imagine a story like that. <laughs> Yeah, I had to wrestle well, naked Courtney Love off of a pole. you gotta, you got to be careful because there are a lot of days that just aren't like that. You could very easily pick one of those. So just, True. Yeah. You know, but I got, it was kind of fun. It was kind of fun. All right, well, Wes... Uh, I got to see Tony Bennett that night. Ooh. Tony Bennett came out, and he was the act they brought on stage just before the Ramones. And at the HF Festival, you've got thousands of people in the mosh pit going like... <laughs> human popcorn and suddenly out comes Tony Bennett <laughs> and we're no longer getting rock and roll we're getting I left my heart in San Francisco and people are still moshing yeah. they're moshing yep. to I left my heart in San Francisco and Tony Bennett's looking out in the crowd like hey what the fuck you know so <laughs> yep yep it's gonna be a great show we got the Ramones up today <laughs> I knew it the kids are on drugs great, great moshing <laughs> great, great, uh, great, great Martian. Great, these, great Martian. These kids are crazy. <laughs> oh my they, god! I own oh, let's go. All right. Oh, Someone god. has a board with a nail in it hanging from their head. A great, I, great, great, great nail. Oh, anyway. let's go. Oh my god. Oh, all right. So, all right. So, Wes, let me ask you a question. Are there any projects you want to plug right now? Uh, anything coming up? I mean, besides AwesomeCon, of course. Well, Awesome Con's coming up. I'm working on a, a pilot right now. We hope goes through. Uh, just met uh, Ed Asner yesterday, which is oh. uh, pretty Ooh. cool. I'll be filming with him on Sunday. I saw that so, picture. So you know yeah. how pilots go. You never know how things will go, but hopefully it will get picked up at one point. Fingers crossed. Uh, other Absolutely. than that, we'll see. You know, it, it's still kind of fun. And uh, I'll be doing announcing this summer for the uh, the Castles, the tennis team. Oh, all right. Well, oh. great watching the Martina Hingis and uh, the uh, the sisters out there, and mm-hmm. it was just a, it was a good time, a good time. And uh, my boy's coming back, Max, the animator, will be back home in June, so nice. he'll be going to Austin with me. So I'm excited about that. It's well, just uh, you do what you do. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, Wes, I, I don't know if you know this. Uh, I mean, I don't know, because you and I are friends on Facebook. Uh, I actually just got a dachshund myself. I hear your dog in the background. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, what's your, do- what's your dachshund's name? It's uh, His name is Diesel. He is a rescue, and 
he's like nine years old, so oh, we're just like, you. yo, I was like, we're, yeah, I was like, it's Diesel. I'm like, well, we're not gonna change it. He's too old. He's probably used to it at this point. His name is Diesel. <laughs> I mean, oh, how old is he? He's he's nine. Nine years old. Yep. Well, good for you and good for him, and uh, I hope you give him just wonderful years, wonderful, wonderful years. Uh, Wiener dogs are are like the guardians at the gates of hell, but they're incredibly cute. They are. If anybody comes to the door, your dog will be just like, just really getting after them. Yep. Oh, it's, uh, I remember coming back in the other day and just walking up to our, our like my, my girlfriend in my bedroom and the dog's is lying on the bed and then it starts barking as I'm walking in the door. She's like, yeah, it's a little late. <laughs> he's already here. I'm like, well, I mean, he's 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 just gotten used to the place. I, you can't really blame him. But, you know. No. But no, no he's, 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 he's a lovable dog. In what color is he? He's, he's a blue merle. Is that sort of a... Uh, it's a like sort of black. Uh, it's a black brown sort of wispy coloring. Um, With the eyebrows, like my dog. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. I, I I'll, I'll I'll send you a picture of it. It's 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 he's a cute guy. Not as cute as your dog. Well, well, um, that's that's well, that's objective. I would imagine they're both very adorable. Oh, they are. Yeah. All right. Well, my Wes... dog definitely scares people. They think she's very cute. Sitting in the car, they come walking up to her, going. Aren't you a cute little? And then suddenly, bam, Cujo. Yep, freaks out. Yeah, I, I, I it's, that's the way it is. She's just like, oh, they're giving me attention. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Wes. Well, that, unfortunately, how I'll react when I see people coming to my room is an awesome gun. It's going to be a, a real shame. <laughs> I'll wear them in Wait, are, are, you, are you bringing the dog with you to Awesome Con? Just in spirit. Oh, okay. <laughs> in your heart. That would be interesting, to say the least. Well, Wes, we want to thank you so much for coming back on the show again. Uh, we uh, we all su- yeah, we all suggest you all go out to AwesomeCon uh, June 3rd through June 5th, 2016 at the Walter E. Washington Convention Center. Go see Wes and many other luminaries of the film, television, and entertainment, entertainment industry. industry. Thank you. I was going somewhere with that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you again, Wes. We really appreciate it. And... Uh, Thank you for boldly going nowhere. Uh, that's my only destination. <laughs> Thanks, Wes. We really appreciate it. Take care, guys. All right, we're good. All right, we're good.